So here's the problem. We got into yoga for peace and tranquility and then tried to make it our livelihood and lifestyle. We became students, teachers, studio owners, or retreat center builders. Then we realized it's still not that easy. Welcome to Dharmify with Hargobind. I'm your host. Here, I'll share the systems, tools, tips, and stories to bring the lessons of yoga into our chaotic lives. What's up, everybody? It's Hargobin. Hope you're having an awesome day. I want to talk to you about the schedule today um, and how that is really one of the most powerful um, tools that you have on retreat to create positive change. In my last podcast, I talked about Hero's Journey. And my argument to you is that really what we're suggesting with the yoga retreat is that the schedule is the way to make your students the next uh, upgraded uh, hero version of themselves. And so when I first started out doing yoga retreats, I would just take people to nice places and then teach the same yoga class that I taught at the yoga studio. And what I realized after a few years was that I was missing out on huge potential to, to have positive impact on people's lives. And I found that really the breakthroughs that people have, yeah, sometimes it was in the yoga, but a lot of times it was at dinner or it was at the cenote or it was jumping, you know, off a high zip line or it was in the discussions that we had. And that's when I realized why I loved the retreat so much more than teaching in the yoga studio was because I could create a layered experience. And then... I started to really zero in on the schedule and realize that I could push people physically through things like yoga and meditation and calisthenics and, you know, handstand workshops and contortion workshops and backbending. And then, but I could only push them so far. Like their bodies, you know, obviously couldn't go uh, hard all the time. And, and a lot of people didn't want that. A lot of people were there for, for mental reasons because they were doing, dealing with breakups or they're dealing with divorce or they were dealing with loss of a loved one. And so I started to, I started to incorporate more things onto my schedule that were things that, that had to do with discussions and journaling. And that's, that's really how I came up, came up with Dharmify was Dharmify became my main tool to get people talking. And I found that if I could get people talking and I could do what's called gelling the group, then my success rate on my retreats went up dramatically. And it really goes with, I mean, I, I, have to, I can't say it enough times that, that on the first day and second day of your retreat, you should have tools that gel your group. And what that means is that they feel heard, they feel respected, they feel part of the group, th- their needs are getting met, they feel comfortable speaking up if they feel unsafe or if something isn't professional, and that there's an open communication and everyone's having a really good time. And the biggest, the biggest uh, mistake that I, that I made early on in my retreats was not consciously gelling the group. And if you're just teaching yoga classes in a nice place, you don't really know what people are going through because in yoga, it's usually quiet. There's not a lot of talking. There's not a lot of give back. And you don't know if someone deep down is miserable and 
you know, going to turn on you. And, and it does happen on retreat where if people feel that they're not part of the group, then they can easily turn on you and give you a bad review and suck the energy out of things and criticize you. And it just makes it no fun. So the purpose of the schedule, especially on day one and day two is to gel the group. After that, you want to work them on a physical level, a mental level and a spiritual level. And on the spiritual level, the things that I like to put into the, um, into the schedule is things like, uh, and to me, spirituality is just going beyond your limitations. Somehow, somehow doing something or giving your students something to do that they are a little bit uncomfortable with, that they uh, will do and then grow and have more confidence and feel better about themselves. And so to me on the spiritual level, I like to do some levels of rituals, whether it's bonfire and throwing things into the fire that you want to let go of or mantra, chanting, prayer, uh, I, I'm big into the chanting because I think that we're not using our voices in beautiful ways and creative ways. Unless you're a singer, you, you're, you're, not, you're not expressing yourself in powerful ways through your vocal on a regular basis. And most of us aren't singers. So to me, the mantra is great and people feel uncomfortable and they're like, oh, and it's like, who would have thought? It's like you're using your voice to express yourself and that makes you feel uncomfortable. That is so silly that our culture got, got that far disconnected from, from one of our best ways of expressing ourselves. Uh, so, so definitely uh, I like to incorporate, um, and then some kind of ceremonies, whether it's a cacao ceremony. I like these gratitude ceremonies that I do. Um, I, I like, uh, anytime I have a healer or I have a priest or I have, uh, someone who, who leads prayer. I, 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 I like to participate in that. Um, and that can be of any religion, you know, it doesn't really matter to me what religion in Mexico, I love to do the Mayan ceremonies and encourage people to do that. And some people are like, that's stupid. I'm not into that. And that's fine. But a a couple of the people are going to close their eyes, tune into themselves that they've been disconnected to for a while. And that's going to be their breakthrough moment. So I'm incorporating into the schedule these different things that are going to that are going to create positive change and I often don't know what it is for people and I don't think they know either and that's the power of gathering is that you 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 have to deliver for your client what they're looking for but then the real magic that you can deliver them is deliver them something that they're not expecting that the asynchronous experience that they're getting feedback from the community from your from your hotel staff from your teachers from you as the guide is is going to have positive impact so when you're putting together this schedule i i really want to encourage you to be conscious of the hero journey and then work that into the specific routines that you're doing and that is going to make your retreats even better and even more fun so that's what i got for you on the schedule Uh, I got maybe 15 more of these podcasts coming and uh, I hope you enjoy them and uh, leave me a good review. And uh, if you want more of these in a succinct way, then you should download my ebook, Retreat Wizard Blizzard. Have an awesome day, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, I think you'll love my book, Dharmafy, a daily practice to get your mind right your business tight, be a love light so you feel all right. It's available at amazon.com. 
Also, you want to learn more about Dharmafy, try my course, Seven Days of Dharmafy, which is available at dharmafy.com. Finally, come visit me. Come see Casa Om Potomac. Come see Casa Om Mexico. I'll show you the best time. Lastly, if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with someone that you love. Please leave me a comment. Send me a note on Facebook. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you want to hear more of. I'll be sure to get you the best I possibly can. I wish you all a beautiful day. Stay Dharmified.